Hey guys, welcome to My Reality. My name is Elle and I'm here for another podcast. Woo-ee! It is hot up in here in Toronto. It's hot and I turned my AC off. Um, I wish I, <laughs> wish I didn't, um, but I did it just because for this podcast, I didn't want it to interfere in the background. So I turned it off, but oof, feeling it, feeling the heat coming through. Um, welcome guys. Welcome. I, if my voice starts to crack, it could be because it's so dry in here. Um, I don't know. I might be pausing to take a sip of water. Uh, but yeah, just I'll warn you guys. Am I going to edit this? I don't know. I have no idea. I hope you guys are doing well, uh, enjoying wherever you are, enjoying your, your town. If it's cold, if it's windy, if it's hot, if it's cool, if it's if you're near the beach, if you're in the city, if you're in the suburbs, if you're in the, uh, in a small town on a farm, I don't know where you are, but I hope you're enjoying whatever you're doing right now. Could be nighttime right now where you're listening to it. You could be listening to this while you're cleaning. You could be listening to this while you're doing your work and you should be not listening to podcasts or maybe you're allowed to. Hey, that'd be nice. If your work allows you to listen to podcasts while you work, listen while you work. That's kind of a play on whistle while you work. If you haven't seen Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Anyway. All right, guys, let's get into this bling empire season two. Now, last time when I did this podcast for season one, I, I separated it. So I did season episode one only and talked about it. And then I finally binged episode two to 10 and then talked about the entire rest of the season. I'm going to do the same thing here, not splitting the episodes up, but I'm just going to talk about season two as a whole. I'm not going to go by episode by episode because I will tell you that's going to be a long podcast and I don't need to reiterate everything that happened. If you watched it, you'll understand everything. If you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it. It was very entertaining. Very entertaining. Okay, guys, it did not, it did not disappoint. Okay. A lot happened. There was gossip. There were bombshells, revelations. There was gossip. There was potential love and gossip and literally more gossip from Kane. Okay. Let me just tell you my feelings from last season about some of the, uh, people, I don't want to say characters. Cause if I say characters, it sounds like they're not playing themselves, but technically they are not playing themselves because a lot of times when I think of reality TV stars, I feel like they're playing, um, a more exaggerated version of themselves which could be considered a character. So I'm going to kind of just keep it simple and maybe call them characters just so it makes the conversation flow a little bit easier. So yes, Kane was probably one of my favorites last season. I don't know about this season. (laughs) I don't know about this season. I don't know. 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 But we'll we'll talk about it. Um, Kim... Still love her mom. I wish she was on it more. I'm just going to say it. Mama Lee, one of my favorites. Um, Kelly, still, still one of my favorites after watching the episode. Kevin, we got, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kim, I don't know. I don't know. Still on that. Uh, Anna, still love Anna. Still love Anna. And who was the other one? Christine. 
Christine, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, you guys are like, what are you rambling on about? Can you just continue talking about the episode, the uh, season? And I will. I apologize. Sorry. Maybe I have to edit this part out. All right. Kim and Kevin's potential romance. That's one of the themes that happened during this season two of Bling Empire. So Kim, sorry, Kevin, he was smitten by Kim. He thought there was like a little vibe thing going on between the two of them. He got over his thing with Kelly and he moved to Kim and eventually he asked Kim out. He put on the most elaborate first date I've ever seen. And I was impressed. And I don't, again, I don't know if this is with the camera or if this is who Kevin is, that he likes to go all out. But um, he put on a dinner and it was like a private dinner, a private chef who would uh, cook them. I think it was Japanese. I think it was sushi or something. And they also had music. I think they were supposed to do some ballroom dancing. I think so. I can't remember. Uh, I just remember there was like a, like a, a chef that was there. And the, while Kevin was waiting for Kim, um, the chef was just so awkwardly still cooking. Like, oh, is she, maybe just give her some time. Like the poor chef had to console Kevin as he realized that Kim ended up standing him up for the date, which was so horrible. She didn't even call to say she's not coming or something came up. She just stood him up. She didn't call him or anything. She called a million times, left a message. She didn't call him back. I think that was completely rude. Anyway, so Kim stood him up, but then when she talked to him, she apologized. He asked her out again. I don't know why you would ask someone else again while they stood you up, but Hey, you want to give her another chance? Go ahead. I guess she had her reasons, whatever. Uh, they ended up scheduling or he ended up, I should say, scheduling a date in this secluded area around LA, kind of like in the desert-ish area. And you could see Kim starting to like Kevin and he becomes a little bit more smitten with her. And Kane, so as they seem like to be getting along, Kane and, and Kim hang out. And he tells Kim that Kevin was with a girl a week before their date. And Kim felt like she couldn't trust Kevin because that was one of the reasons why she was hesitant to date Kevin because she had a, oh, I remember now, she had a really bad experience with a guy that was a, I guess he was like a, a musician of some sort. And she's a DJ, so um, she understands the life of, of traveling and touring. However, he ended up cheating on her. So her trust for men is not the highest. And Kevin's bragged to his friends about the amount of women and different women he dates and ends up hooking up with. So he kind of is known as like a man whore, <laughs> so to speak. And a lot of the women don't find that attractive. Most women don't find that attractive. Just to all the men out there, not a lot of women find that attractive for you to be sleeping around with a bunch of women. It's not attractive. Just like I'm pretty sure men, most men probably don't find it attractive when oh, women sleep with a whole bunch of men. Um, but yeah, so she already knew who he was because they were friends. So she understood his life um, as being this kind of man or so she never thought of herself being with someone like him. So she, I guess that was one reason why she didn't know she can trust him. And so when Kane says he was with a woman 
prior to going on her date, um, then of course Kim's feeling like, okay, is this a pattern? Am I just going to be another girl on his list? What's going on? And she confronted him about it. And Kevin is pissed because he says, that's not even true. I was with a girl a month before I met Kim. And that put a really bad taste in my mouth about Kane because he kept doubling down on how he's protecting Kim, which was weird. Um, so he just kept saying they got in a fight, almost got in a fight actually between Kevin and Kane. And they were really close. This almost broke their friendship up just because actually it did break their friendship up because Kane thought he was protecting Kim. And he says, I don't want Kim to be with somebody who is not going to treat, you know, be, treat her right. And I'm like, this is your, one of your best friends, Kevin. And you're basically making Kevin out to be some horrible person why are you even friends with a person like that in the first place? But he feels like he needs to protect Kim from Kevin, which I think is, wow. I was, I was, that's one of the reasons why with Kane, I was not a big fan. I was like, what are you doing, homie? What are you doing? You're getting involved. I get you want to tell Kim about that, but if you have two friends, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's okay to choose a side. I think it's, if that person wants to date the other person between your two friends that's between them i'm just i'm not one to get involved i mean only if the person is a dangerous person or if the person which again why would you be friends with that person so that makes no sense but let's say you just happen to be friends with somebody who's not a good person let's say he's like a i don't know a gang member and you happen to be friends with them and he has a rap sheet of abusing women again why would you be friends with them but let's say that happens then um yeah, you'd be like, mm, maybe you shouldn't go out with this person because I know that he abuses women. I would then step in in that respect if I know a person like that, which I don't. But, um, and you don't have to be friends with them, but let's say it's somebody that you know who's in the area, your neighborhood or in your in in the circle of your acquaintance and you're like, wait, I know that person's rap sheet and that's not good. They're well known for being verbally, physically or whatever abusive to women. I would let my friend know and vice versa. If I know a female who is, uh, let's say not my friend, but just within the acquaintance of a group that I know, and there's been a pattern of really toxic behavior, I would probably tell my guy friend, but if it's just a matter of this person slept with someone a week before your date, that's not a reason to tell somebody or even a month before the date. That's not a reason to tell someone you're just causing more problems and trying to split people up. And I don't, I don't find that good. So Kim then makes, um, makes Kevin take a lie detector test to see if he really likes her, which I thought was <laughs> what, who does that? She says, you need to take a lie detector test. And then I will believe if, whether or not you actually like me come to find out. So he does it by the way, but he says, you have to take a lie detector test as well. And she says, fine, I'll do it. This just sounds disaster. I'm never taking, if anyone asks me to take a lie detector test to see if you trust, if see if they, if they can trust you and they like, and to see if I like them, you've already lost the trust. The trust is gone. Okay. It, it's pointless for anybody to take a lie detector test or whatever you need to do in order to prove that I, you can trust me. It, trust comes with time. They've only been on one date. And she's already putting all this pressure. It's one date that they went on. 
And she's putting this pressure as if they're in a relationship. And I think that's kind of weird. Even if I was in a relationship with somebody, I would still not do it. But it's even more weirder, weirder, can't even speak, um, that you're doing it after a first date. I can't trust you. Well, it comes with time. You can't expect this to happen um, uh, overnight. And you can't be like, oh, I'm I don't know anybody who's met somebody or even worse friends with somebody and started dating them and automatically trusted them as a lover. I don't, I don't know. Maybe as friends, maybe, but even as friends, because I know that being friends and being in a relationship or being lovers are completely different things. So you, you know, you're still kind of weary on the fact that like, yes, you're my friend and I trust you as that, but how are you in a relationship? People aren't the same when they're friends as opposed to when they're in a relationship. You're obviously going to have more of your heart into the relationship as opposed to being friends, you're some, you're not hanging out as much. You're not, you know, going out all the time together when you're friends, but when you're in a relationship, you're seeing each other more and more and more, and it becomes, um, you're a little more, and obviously you're more intimate. So, uh, you definitely, it's definitely a different, um, avenue between those two. Um, so yeah, it's just weird that she has to do it. He did anyway, come to find out that it blew up in her face. <laughs> See what happens when you do stuff like this ends up being turned around. She had to take one as well, like I mentioned, and he passed every question. So the guy asked him, they had a real person who is, does like FBI lie detector testing and asked the question, do you have feelings for Kim? He said, yes. Do you like her? Yes. And I think another question and he said, yes. And anyways, he ended up passing. Did you uh, have you ever lied to her or something like that? And he said, no. And he passed, but guess what? Kim did not pass. And he, they asked him, do you want to be with Kevin? And she said, I think she said yes. And the lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> so she clearly doesn't want to be with him. And he found out and decided after speaking you know, with his close friend, he went to go see a friend of his, Peter, and told him the whole thing and that the relationship with Kim, he realized the relationship with Kim would be bad news. And especially starting off the relationship with a lie detector test. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> so I kind of want to use this as talking about the problem with talking about people's relationships. To me, like I mentioned, never a good idea. Don't do it. It always ends up being bad. It's okay to look out for your friends, but by talking and gossiping about someone's life, you're ruining what could potentially happen or their current relationship. You can always, you're, you're ruining what could potentially become of a, a, a serious relationship. And you can also be ruining their current relationship as well. And it can ruin your relationship with the person that you're gossiping about. And it's not good. Now, I've always said, if you knew, I'm kind of going a little off topic, but I, you can answer this for yourself, guys. But I, I always wonder, would you ever, if you saw, like, if you knew your best friend, boyfriend or best friend's girlfriend was cheating, would you say anything? And I've always used to think like, well, she's my friend. And most 
and even if it's my guy friend, I would think the same thing. Like, you know, they're both my friends. And if I saw their significant other cheating, um, and let's say they were out to dinner with somebody and I'm, I happened to walk past the restaurant. I'm like, Oh my God, that's my friend's boyfriend or my friend's girlfriend or wife or husband, whatever. Would I say anything? No, <laughs> I know it sounds so bad. And I think about it, but I don't think it's my place to say anything. Um, oh, would you say any, okay. I'm just thinking because if it's at dinner, right, it's dinner you don't know who that person is. It could be a cousin. Nothing's happening. There's no intimate relation that you can see. There's no making out. There's no hand touching. There's nothing. They're just at dinner. I'm not going to go back to my friend and be like, oh, I saw your husband at like so-and-so. Uh, not my business. Maybe in passing, maybe actually that's not a bad idea. But I'm like, oh, I saw your husband at so-and-so's restaurant. And they might be like, oh yeah, they're there with their cousin or whatever from out of town, whatever. But to go in it thinking that they're cheating when you don't have any evidence of it is, is, is horrible. Now, if you saw that person making out with somebody else that's not your friend, do you say anything? Whew. I can tell you right now, I have only about maybe one person that would believe me without evidence. I, ca I can't even tell you right now because I feel if any of my friends listen to this, they're gonna be like, is it me? <laughs> Do you think I'm the one? Do you think I'm not the one that would believe you? I just don't, I think just based upon how I know my friends, I would think my guy friends would believe me more than most of my girlfriends. Oh my God, I'm getting in trouble for this one. But I just don't think, mo I feel like with girls are more cynical. They really want evidence, all that stuff. I'm like, if I didn't take a picture, it didn't happen. So um, I only know one girlfriend that I can say that would believe me if I said to her, listen, I just saw your man making out with somebody else. And she would be like, what? And I know she would, she would ask some questions. Where did you see? When did it happen? I just want to gather the information before I confront him. But if I, and I said, I don't have a picture because I didn't think I was going to see this. <laughs> like, so why, sorry, you just have to go off my own, my word of mouth. And I believe she would say, I believe this person would say, I believe you. And I, I don't, you wouldn't lie to me rest of my girlfriends i don't think so i feel like they'd still be like mm, give me my, i don't know like are you sure maybe you saw maybe you think you saw it and they might make excuses i i just for some reason only think one my guy friends i feel like they believe me i feel like they totally believe me they'll be like what what do you mean and i'll just i'll just be like i saw him with this person it happened but I think, I don't think they would break up. I don't know if they would break up with them because I feel like they would out me. And then that person, their significant, their girlfriend or wife would be like, yeah, she just wants to be with you. That's why she told you this. And that's why I like to remove myself from not saying anything. <laughs> remove myself from the situation because people will find any way to justify bad behavior in order to be with people. And that's, you know, that's your relationship. If you want to be with them, that's fine. But like I said, very rarely, in a lot of circumstances, I do not want to get myself involved. And I most likely, unless it's a makeout, would not, even if, if I see, even if I see someone holding hands, I won't say anything. I'll be like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't want to know. I didn't see them. I saw nothing. I'm sorry. You're going to think I'm a horrible friend. You're like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't even tell me. Just, I don't want to get involved in your relationship. I don't want to get involved. And you know, even if it was the other way around, would I want someone to tell me? Um, 
yeah i mean tell me if you want but if you i i, I won't get mad if i found out that you knew i that that's just me because i, I get it you know like look i didn't want to get involved i didn't know the situation i didn't have enough information i didn't want to tell you if it's a full-blown makeout like i said if i saw a makeout i would most likely tell you other than that nothing else because i can't determine if that's cheating if you're holding someone's hand it could be again it could be a family member. It could be like, uh, I don't know, situation where it was five seconds of holding hand for a really good friend that you've known for such a long time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to like go and like speculate. Again, make out the only situation that I would probably say something to my friends. But the other way around, I would prefer that if you saw someone making out with someone, uh, sorry, if you saw my man making out with some other woman, that you would tell me. That would be preferable from my friends but if it's again you don't know for sure don't say anything because now you're just opening a can of worms and i don't need that eventually the truth always comes out people so even if i don't say anything even if someone doesn't say anything to me whatever the situation is i totally believe the i believe that the truth will come out eventually and uh it may take a little longer but uh let's just say um it's better that in most cases to stay out of other people's relationships. That's all I'm saying. Agree? Disagree? You can figure that out for yourselves or let me know. Instagram, DM me if you want. All right. Here is the second storyline that happened throughout the season was between Anna and Christine and them trying to get along. So the other storyline was where, so Anna and Christine tried to get along but then christine confides in kane about hearing from someone over the phone that anna wants to destroy her what so this is where i didn't believe christine and i was like someone called you to say that they wanted to destroy her what and it just seemed like during <laughs> that scene even kane was like what i don't know if this is true um but the fact that even if it did happen the fact that Christine didn't go to Anna directly and just went to Kane was a little bit weird. Like, are you trying to start drama? Why would you go to somebody else? If someone told you over the phone about someone else who said this, and then you went to Kane, and then Kane's now telling, it's just a huge broken telephone situation. So Kane didn't really believe her, but then decided to tell Kim and Anna. And Anna then said that she was not telling the truth. Of course, because Anna's like, why would I waste my time doing that? I don't, who got time for that? Kane said he figured she was lying. Kane goes back to Christine to find out more. And she said she wasn't lying and that she did get a call, phone call about Anna saying what she said. Christine confronts Anna finally and was like, and they go at it. So they go to dinner and she's like, I got to talk to Anna. Christine says, I got to talk to you. No, sorry. Anna says, I got to talk to Christine about this because this is getting ridiculous and i don't like my name being thrown a drag across the mud because i am not somebody who's going to talk try to destroy anybody because that's low class i don't do that stuff so they go at it like hardcore they, they the one thing i like about those two ladies is that they can stand their own and finally christine says i didn't even want kane to tell everyone about it i only told him and she was pissed she was really pissed at Kane for even opening his mouth. And that made Anna upset at Kane as well, because she knows that Kane is a gossiper. And he kind of was saying like, Kane's starting to gossip a little bit too much. 
So that kind of actually brought Christine and Anna together and brought them a little closure because now they're both mad at Kane, right? So let's talk about the scenario in real life. The problem with gossiping about your friends, never do it. That's it. That's that's literally the, the moral of the story. You do not gossip about your friends. Here's another problem where you hear something from a friend and you tell another friend about it that's literally the epitome of gossiping even though Kane was like I wasn't gossiping dude you gossip that's literally what it is and it never ends up being positive there's nothing good that comes from it someone always gets hurt and the person who decides to share the info will end up being um the person who gets shot aka the messenger you're like don't shoot the messenger well you got shot the messenger always gets shot so Again, the cane not looking in a good light. So you have the first part of the scenario where, uh, sorry, the first storyline with Kevin and Kim and Kane being in the middle and breaking that whole situation up. And then you have this situation between Anna and Christine and guess who's in the middle? Kane again. So now you're seeing the pattern of why I said in the beginning, I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of Kane because I homie is not looking good i don't know why he's in everyone's problems but clearly anna made a really good point and she said that kane was going through his own situation at home and she believes that this is him acting out because his situation with his parents apparently is not very good and um with that he's probably struggling and he's been using other people's drama in order to distraction and being involved in their lives. And that happens. Sometimes people who get too involved in other people's lives, it's because they're trying to distract themselves from their own life. So just keep that in mind when you've seen someone nosy up in your business, just ask them, what's going on in your life? What's happening? What's the, what's the deal? Are you okay? Is everything good? Cause you seem to be too involved in my life. Uh, not good. All right, let's go into the last, but most important part of the, season that had got me shook and that's between Cherie and Jesse by the way I called her Sherry last season and I'm so sorry because it's C-H-E-R-I-E and I said I'm like oh that's like Cherry or Sherry and then it's Cherie my apologies I'm so sorry Cherie like poor thing so Cherie and Jesse bombshell this whole season WTF I don't even know where to start I don't let me break this down for you. Okay. So at the beginning of the season, Cherie speaks with Anna about getting married to Jesse. Now, if you remember last season, they're pregnant. She's pregnant with their, she was pregnant with her second baby. She had the second baby. They have two kids together. They're not married. Jesse wasn't sure if he wanted to get married. And um, finally she proposed to him at the end of the last season. Remember that? Okay. So now the beginning of this season, Cherie speaks with Anna about getting married to Jesse and that he thought next year would be better to get married due to the fact that they went to a feng, feng shui guru uh who told them that 2023 would be better or i believe this was filmed in 2021 so maybe he said 2022 would be better and she mentioned that every time they go shopping for rings he doesn't seem to make a decision so i mean i don't know how much of a red flag she wants but okay then cut to dinner with the with the kids and he doesn't seem very interested and, and when i say with the kids i mean sheree jesse and the kids are having dinner and he doesn't seem to be 
interested at all in planning this wedding. She's saying things. He's like, whatever you want, Sheree, whatever you want. Like he doesn't seem at all involved. Doesn't really look like he cares. And later you see Jamie who meets up with Leah. She's one of the new cast members. It looks like, or the friend of a cast member. And she actually knew Sheree before all of them. And apparently she just divulges this tea and says, Sheree, sorry, Jesse and Sheree met five or six years ago when Jesse was married. What? So Jamie's like, wait, wait, wait. Jesse was married before? Apparently Jesse was married before and has children from this wife. And Sheree was with her boyfriend, Alex, at the time. And Alex introduced Sheree to Jesse's wife, okay? Her name was Crystal. Because I think Sheree was new to town and Alex worked with Crystal and said, hey, you should meet Crystal. She's a really cool person. Um, why don't you be friends with her? And they became friends, I guess, or acquainted or something. It was then found out that Sheree broke up with her boyfriend and starts allegedly hooking up with Jesse. Sharik becomes pregnant whilst Jesse and Crystal were still married. What? <laughs> what? Okay. So little sweet Sharik, when you've ever seen the people watch Bling Empire, you just think she's like the cutest, sweetest thing. Meanwhile, you're like, hold on a second. I'm assuming, and this is my assumption, obviously this is not based on, I'm just basing this on timeline-wise, that Sheree and Jesse hooked up. She accidentally got pregnant while he was still with Crystal. So they ended up having to get divorced because I believe they got divorced while she was still technically pregnant and uh, not technically pregnant. She would, she would be pregnant. <laughs> How are you technically pregnant? What am I talking about? Um, it, he was still married while she was pregnant. So uh, while she got pregnant. So I guess he decided to break it off with his ex. And I don't think they were in a relationship or maybe they were, maybe they're just hooking up. Maybe they were in a full on relationship. Who knows? He was having, all we know is allegedly this guy was having an affair. I have to say allegedly, cause I don't know. I'm trying to get in trouble. I don't need to be sued. So this is all alleged based upon what Leah knows. And so she had this affair with Jesse in his first, allegedly with Jesse in his first marriage. And he also has kids with the, as I said, with the first wife. And this makes total sense as to why Jesse doesn't want to get married again, because their relationship is literally based upon allegedly an, uh, an affair. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot, guys. That's a lot. So because of his relationship, and this is where Kane comes in again. And this is where, why, again, I'm not a big fan of Kane. So Kane finds out, everyone finds out besides Sheree. By the way, Sheree ends up not being the last portion, like the last few episodes of, I think she ends up leaving the show after the season five, not season five, <laughs> episode five or something. After this, uh, they kind of almost confronted her about this. Everyone else knew about it because Jamie ends up telling, 
I believe Kane and Kelly, and then eventually Kim and Anna, everyone ends up finding out about Sheree having this alleged affair and how, you know, this, he has a whole family. They even looked him up on Instagram. They looked up the uh, ex-wife on Instagram and all that. They did the timeline as to when she was like, cause I guess she mentioned on her Instagram, the ex-wife as to when she was divorced. And I believe Cherie was still pre- was pregnant. That's how I figured it out because I believe on the show that's what happened. Again, alleged, alleged, alleged. Wow, that's a lot. Um, yeah. So Kane, oh back to Kane. Sorry, he finds out and he becomes so upset. He makes it about him and he gets so mad because he says, "I can't believe Cherie didn't tell me. She's supposed to be my friend. She didn't even tell me." He makes it everything all about him. And at this point, I'm like, "Homie, stop! Just stop! Stop in your tracks!" stop. It's getting annoying. Stop making this about you. It's not about you. I understand you're upset at, at your friend, but at this point, you are more concerned about yourself. And except for the fact that everyone's spreading all these information about your friend's life. If you really love your friend, you'd be like, guys, let's stop talking about it. You're mad at her. Fine. Be mad at her, whatever. But if you're really a true friend, be more upset at the fact that everyone's gossiping about your friend. Like I said, gossiping is not good, people. Be more upset about that. That's something you should be worried about. So my question, now let's take it to real life. What do you do when you find out your friend or best friend lied to you about part of their lives? So Cherie knew about Jesse's kids, but didn't share that with her friends. She also didn't share how she got with Jesse. Now, how would I feel about it? Well, huh. Personally, I don't, I really don't think I would care so much about what my friends, about my friends' relationships and how they got together. Will I be shocked? Absolutely. I'd be like, why did, first of all, what, how, when, why? I would be pretty shocked and I would, I would, I would be, I would be kind of not concerned, but just like, okay, I wish I, I wish I knew this, but I don't think I would feel like I needed to end the friendship or be that upset about it. I'd just be like, oh, I kind of wish I knew, but now that you, thank you for telling me, I guess, because it's not anyone's business how people get together. I just don't think it's anyone's business. And I don't need to know everything that goes on in my friends' lives. Yes, you do feel sometimes as a friend, you're like, oh, I don't know this about my friend. And you kind of feel like you're, oh, do they not think of me as a friend? I know that can go on in people's minds, but I think we need to start thinking about the fact that our friends' relationships with other people doesn't need to include us. You don't need to be included in your friends' relationships. I don't need to know everything that goes on. If you want to tell me, by all means, hey, tell me what goes on. I do not mind. I want to help my friends. I want any, I want to be that person to help my friend in any situation that they're, they're in. But if you don't feel comfortable telling me because you're embarrassed or because you're, you know, you feel ashamed or whatever the case is, you think I might judge you by all means, don't feel obligated to tell me. And you're not a bad friend. If you don't tell me, I just don't think that, but the way Kane was making it 
seem like that Sheree was a bad friend for not telling her, telling him everything about her life and about with, with how she met Jesse, about Jesse's family. How do you know Jesse wants them to know? Jesse's not friends with them. She's friends with them. And that's his family. If he chooses to not tell them and tells Sheree, do not tell your friends about this, she may agree with that and say, these are his kids and maybe he wants to keep them away from them. Totally understandable. So Kane, several seats, please. Come on. It's friends aren't like that. Friends aren't required to share everything. Just be a friend and be there for them. They may not tell you at the time. Maybe it may take some time, may take them time to tell you certain things, but they're not obligated to tell you everything. I don't know if that's in like the friend manual that you have to tell everything because maybe I didn't get the manual. <laughs> so I should probably read it. Someone can find me where the friend manual is. Let me know so I can read it out. Find more about how to be a friend. Make sure you tell your friend everything. Um, what if you found out your friend is having an affair? Ooh, and he or she asks you to lie for them. Would you do it? Dun, dun, dun. Would I lie for my friend? Um, who's having an affair. Let's say I'm at home. My friend calls me and she says, Hey, I'm with you. Just tell, you know, if anyone asks, I'm with you, you're my alibi. Okay. I'm going to be pretty ruthless and say, it depends on the friend. <laughs> and it also depends if I'm in a relationship or not. So I say it depends on a friend and I know my friends are going to be like, who is it me? Like, can you please meet? And that's, you know, there's levels. Sorry guys, but there's level to my friendship. So it depends on who you are. And if you were to ask me, I might be like, mm, I don't know. It's different people, I might say yes. It also depends, like I said, if I'm in a relationship or not. If I'm single, most likely I'll say yes. Single me, yes, absolutely. I'm by myself, I don't care. It's just me. Married, relationship me, most likely no. Cause I don't want to, I do not want to involve my significant other in my friend's drama. It's no longer just about me. So in that respect, I would say it's, it's, it's a no. So it all depends on the situation. So now that I'm single, if my friends need me to lie for them, most likely I will lie for them. <laughs> but if I'm in a relationship married and then living with somebody, uh, I would probably say no. And just say, you're not involving me in your, in your drama. I won't say anything obviously, because you're my friend and I'm going to keep whatever's going on in your, your business. Like you want to go have an affair, go crazy, go nuts. Uh, we need to, I think you're making a mistake. I would also talk them out of it, by the way. <laughs> I'm not, don't worry. I'm not the friend that's going to be like, yes, I root for you to go have the affair. No, but I also don't try to force people to not to do. I always force people not to do the right. How am I just trying to say this? I also try to tell my friends to do the right thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I'm not going to force them to do the right thing. So I will tell them, be like, yo, this is not right. And I think you're going to regret it. I don't think it's a good thing. You're going to look back on it. You're going to hope that wish you never did it, but you're still an adult and you're able to make your own decisions. Don't involve me if I'm married and in a relationship. If I'm single, fine, involve me. It's just me. I want to be your friend. I want to be there for you. I still don't think it's a good idea. Don't think it's a good idea. And 
if it becomes a pattern, then it's an also a problem. Every time, every week, every Friday, she's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm like, no, honey. One time was you get a one time deal, one time deal that you made a mistake and you did something that you shouldn't have done. But you're going on to two, three, four, five times. It's a no. Okay. Just, just know that you have your one ticket to use me to make a mistake, but you're after your mistake now is becoming a habit. Don't involve me. And now we got to reevaluate this relationship that we're having because I don't want to be hanging out with people who are having affairs willy nilly and think it's okay. I got standards, people. I got standards. Okay. <laughs> I would rather my friends not do shit like that. But I do understand that um, life isn't always so black and white, and people make mistakes and people go through heartaches and they go through things. But if you can't be woman enough or man enough, then to stand up to your significant other and break it off and you just want to go have affairs every week and you want to use me to do it that's just not happening you can exit me exit me out of that please find somebody else or just talk to your significant other understand that you're not happy all right guys that's the end of it i hope you enjoyed this podcast on bling empire season two what do you guys think of the season? If you did watch it, did you, were you shocked about the whole Sheree and Jesse situation? Uh, I hope you, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. I also enjoyed just shaking my head at Kane constantly on every scenario. I don't know if this man wanted more time in front of the camera because he had less time last season. So he's like, let me find some way to insert myself in people's drama. That's literally what he did in all these scenarios was insert himself and made everything about him and all this. Ugh, it was just too much. And apparently the third season, I believe might be coming out later next year or sorry, later this year. I think they said by the end of the summer, probably fall, we might get a season three. Boom. So happy. So excited. Now, why we didn't get an after show for season two to me is an abomination. Now I know that selling sunset got there. They ended up getting their after show, which I was like, I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch selling sunset. Cause I wasn't, I don't know if it was becoming a little bit, not as dramatic as or not dramatic, sorry, but it wasn't, it just seems so boring in my opinion. I tried watching a couple episodes and I was kind of falling asleep, asleep every time. Um, then maybe I need to continue watching it so I can, see if there is more drama i don't know but i did not fall asleep with bling empire season two no sorry this is why i think there should have been an after show so we can find out more information i'm hoping after season three there will be because shereen needs to talk we need more information because we're only hearing one side this is what we're hearing allegedly this is the situation but it this is all hearsay right and when you're in the court of law hearsay doesn't doesn't mean anything and it's better that it comes from the horse's mouth, meaning it comes from Sheree and Jesse as to, is this true? Is this the timeline true? Because they're the only ones that were there that could say that it was true or not. Now they could also lie. People lie. Surprise, surprise. Um, but they also have children. He has children on one side of the family as well as now, you know, he also has, um, uh, family with uh, Cherie as well. So when you have children and having to explain on national television how you got together, if it was a way that was not the most ethical way to get together, I can see why you would want to lie and you would not want your children to know the truth, especially since they're so young. So, 
anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to stop rambling and we will, or I will talk to you guys again. Hope you guys have a great day. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye.